Evil Squared Comics Podcast, episode 419. Four like 4-19. Four 4-19. Dash four dash so season 4, episode 419. No, not 419. We've probably done that many if you count all the podcasts we've done. But probably. For this iteration, we're only at episode 4. I'm sorry, season 4, episode 19. I'm Drew. I'm Don. And we were without Scott this week. We are. Because he is at Disney doing, did he say like a haunted like house thing event? Haunted street event Haunted thing. street thing and at build Disney. build a lightsaber. Well, he is building a lightsaber. I don't think he's doing it tonight. Hmm. I think the haunted street thing was tonight. Did they just leave today? No, I think they left. I swear you don't listen. Because you, t- what day did you text about the thing? He said, last podcast, he said, in a week from tomorrow, I'll be at Disney. Yeah. That was last Thursday. Oh. Well, I thought when you texted about the show in Kansas City this weekend, I thought he said, he said, I'm in at the airport or something. So I think he left that day. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what day that was. Maybe it was Thursday. I don't know. I don't know. Airport? Not airport. I don't know. He said he was somewhere. Like I didn't see that. I didn't hear that. Yeah, it was weird because he said that, and then you kept asking, "Sir, are you going?" And I'm like, "No, dude, he's in, he's in Florida." But it was a week and a half away. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I think he left late last week, and he arrived. This late week. last week. Here and he's there this week. He's there this week. Yes. Okay, it's fine. It's all good. I don't care. It's I'm I don't know either, man. I'm just saying. I'm in New Orleans right now. New Orleans and heading to Florida tomorrow. Yeah, see, I didn't see that. Okay, I, it seemed I like you didn't that. because you kept conversation going like he was still around. I didn't see. I will not be able to make it. That's interesting because the texts are right there. You see him now, right? I do now. Okay, cool. I missed that one. That's fair. That's fair. I can't see everything. I just, I can't see everything. Gotcha. I'm not perfect. I'm but a simple man. Hold on. Yeah, so Scott's not here. He's in Florida. He's in point. Florida. Yeah, because he, he left. Back. What day was that that you sent the text? I don't know, dude. And that's what we're trying to determine. You missed the key point. Oh, I wasn't trying to determine that. Oh, I, was I was trying to determine if it was there. Friday. Friday. Okay, so Friday he was driving. Yeah. Okay. So, there you go. He He's probably left Thursday. Probably, yeah. To New Orleans. Yes. Then stayed over Thursday night. Yes. And then Friday... No? Probably. Oh, yeah. He's heading... Oh, tomorrow. So, he must have stopped off. They must have made it, like, just, a, like, a whole month-long vacation or something. They must probably. have spent, like, three weeks in New Orleans and then... Head down to Florida. Doesn't sound quite right, but okay. And then That's cool. they were probably they're going to be at Disney for like probably three weeks. Cool. And then maybe they're going to go up to New York for New York Comic Con on the way back, and then probably. swing down through. When's New York Comic Con? October. I don't know. Seventh, six, seventh, eight. I think it's coming up. Cool. Um, yeah. So every week, did I say that right? We get together and talk about comic books and TV shows and all that good stuff. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think I said that. So anyway, what did you watch this last couple weeks? I don't remember. I watched uh, I watched Cobra Kai. Oh, I'm almost done with the first season. Did you finish 
You're almost I'm, done with the first season. I'm sorry, I'm season. almost done with the fifth season. Yeah, I'm on, like, the last season. episode, yeah. No, we knocked it out we in, knocked like, it out. a day. I've been savoring it. Like a, It was an on episode Sunday. A day. It was on Sunday. And you just watched. And I watched, watched it. four hours. we were done. Ten hours of Cobra Kai. Yeah, we were done by, like, Monday. Uh, Monday okay. night. Cool. Yeah. Are they making another one? Yeah, there's definitely a season six. Doesn't it feel like they're making another one? It could or it could not. Really? It could end or it could not end. All right. Well, with one episode left, it seems I feel like they have a lot to wrap up, but that sounds good. I mean, you know, why would they end it without getting to see Johnny's baby? I, I agree with that 100%. So, but yeah, no, I think there's at least one more season. I read somewhere that they're making like another. Ten more. I read some. It should just keep doing it. I thought the writing so far on this one is pretty bad. Oh, my God. I wanted to stop watching it at, like, two points because it was just so stupid. Yeah, I agree. But, but it, it, it did It did get better towards the end, I thought. I don't know bit. that it got better. No? Okay. It's just cheesy. It's just stupid. It's mindless. It is pretty dumb. But Speaking I felt of- like the earlier seasons were kind of dumb and cheesy, but still kind of witty and clever at the same time. This one I felt, like, not as clever as this No, story. not at all. When he when they were in Mexico, yeah, and the kid was eating the pepper, I'm like he didn't eat the pepper, like there's no way he ate the pepper and yeah. baked it, and then like thirty minutes later when he pulls it out, and then he like Johnny grabs it in his hand, yeah, and then smears it on the dude's face, and then the dude freaks out. I'm like your hand would be on fire too, like yeah. right, like yeah. you're not supposed to touch that stuff. Your Maybe you're only not supposed to touch it with your hands so you don't touch your eyes. I, I think that's know. the main thing. I don't think it burns too bad, just your hands. I don't know. It's just like, this is dumb. But it was dumb. There yeah. were like a, a couple other parts where I was like, this is just dumb. Yeah, at least 10 oh, times I looked at my right. wife like, is like, this for real? When when she's walking through the, the garden after the dude dropped the, the elephant necklace or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like a month ago, and then yeah. she just. She dropped her water bottle so bad. It was like, it wasn't even acting. She just like dropped, you know what I mean? Like yeah. she fake dropped it, but uh-huh. it was horrible. Yeah. And then looks down and just happens to fake drop her water bottle in uh-huh. the same spot where the dude dropped the necklace. Like, how would a she month know ago. it was from him anyway? I don't know. I mean, and then she's mad. It's like, well, dude, you broke up with him. Right. But, but she was coming to the party. I know. To be with him. I know. Because well, she thought he was going to wait for her because... You know what, girls? Was, guys don't always wait. Because Sometimes they move on. He was so sad, and he was as sad as her, and he was going to wait. Well, he was sad, but she wasn't that sad. No. And he got over it like normal, well-adjusted people do. <laughs> yes. But yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and how... Like, so. the whole thing is... At the very beginning, they're at, it's summer, and they're at the water park. Yeah. You get to split the water park in half, seriously. Yeah, like, and can't. the slide's on their side. Right. <laughs> you can't. They can't share. coexist. You can't coexist. They can't coexist. At all. Cool. Yeah, so we're not quite done. I think we got one episode left. We watched that. Did you finish Saul? No, we stopped because we, we watched watch Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. And then we had to watch, uh, we had to finish up American Ninja Warrior. This American Ninja Warrior season. People so still we had watch to catch that? up on that. Oh, yeah, dude. Huh. I watched this. I watched the shit out of it. At American Ninja Warrior? 
Wow. They did the finale. Oh, I'm sure they did. And so they have those. Right. It amazes me how like. Are you? Go ahead. Are you familiar with the concept, like how it works? Well, yeah, it's like an obstacle. Like they course. do stage one. Yeah. And then they do stage two. Yeah. Then stage three. A lot of upper body strength. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, if you get past stage three, then you get to do Mount Stage four, which is Mount Midoriyama. Okay. Mount Midoriyama, however you say it. Basically, you have to climb seventy-five feet of rope in thirty seconds to win a million dollars. Yeah. They had this year. They had five people that made it to Mount Midoriyama. Wow, is that good or bad? That's insane. They there's only been like three people or four people that have ever made it. So it's like, not like an elimination overall. thing. Huh? It's not like an elimination thing where they get down to so many. People. No, if you make it through the course, then you get there. Ah. But they only give away one one million dollar prize, so, so it's whoever climbs it the fastest. Of course, I would think the other courses would be that, like the top three or the top whatever. So you have fewer to make it to the end. No, if you make it through the course, you make you, through, make you could it. have twenty wow. people at the so end. So I could do it. Well, I'm not saying you could do it. Well, if I could do it, though, I would get to the end. If you could get to the end, yes. But then you got to compete against other people. Right. So it's so not it's really a race. competition until the very end. No. It's an individual thing. Yeah. Interesting. I've never heard of any sports like that. Okay. Like, I mean, I've never heard of any sport that's like as many people who can qualify, qualify. Like in the Olympics, you know, they only take so many people right. for like the event. Yeah, well, like I said, they've only had like... There's only two people that have ever won a million dollars, have yeah. climbed the thing. Oh, so even if you make it to the end, you don't necessarily get the million dollars. No, you If you're you like have the last to, person, you still have to make it. You have to climb the rope. Oh. You have to climb 75 feet of rope. That's easy. In, in 30 seconds. Oh, that's a little harder. Right. Well, I mean, to win the if million you haven't dollars. done it in 30 seconds, you're probably not going to do it. Because, I mean. No, they had, people that, they had people that did it, but not in 30 seconds. Uh, okay. So what I'm saying is what they've had saying? two people in, I think, 14 seasons that have won the million dollars. Yeah. How many people won the million dollars this time? None. Oh. They had five oh, people five. that made it. And nobody won. And nobody could climb the rope in under 30 seconds. Interesting. And they were all like, oh, I've been training for this all year. Because the one, the kid that got the fat, so if nobody makes it. Yeah. In 30 seconds, whoever makes it the fastest, fastest gets yes. $100,000 okay. as so a consolation prize. prize. Okay. So the dude, there was a kid. He was 15 years old. He did it. He made it last year. But he couldn't climb the rope in 30 seconds. But he climbed the rope and finished. So he was the last. He went the farthest. So they gave him a consolation prize of $100,000. So this year, he like comes up and he's like, yeah, he's like, I really, I couldn't do the rope last year. So I've been training all year. And I've been training and training and training. And he gets up there, and he he did it in, like, 37 seconds wow. or 38 seconds. and did it harder. Right? Yeah. Like, you know what you I, have to do. What? You either can – I mean, you know you have to climb this rope in 30 seconds. So you think that's what you would make sure you could do it. Right. Right. But I don't know how they film it. Yeah. Are they might have gone – no, no, no. What I mean cameras? is I don't know what kind of time frame. So, like, they could have gone through stage three yeah. and then had, like, 20 minutes to rest uh, and yeah, then had to possible. climb. Yeah. But still. Still. Most people I mean, can recover in 20 minutes. They had – it just blew me away that they blew had five way. people that tried it and nobody could do it. And yeah. I'm just like, 
Is it that hard to climb 75 feet of rope it's pretty in hard. 30 seconds? It must be, because five people who could do everything else couldn't do that. I know. So, yeah, it must be pretty hard. I mean, I can't do it, but these so people So, does the rope have train... knots? No, it's just There's a straight to, like, piece of rope. Straight, oh. straight up. It's pretty hard. I mean, it's all upper body. No, you should... I thought every kid did that in gym class. You should use your feet. You're not going to make it if you just upper body, probably. Really? You probably have to use your feet, too. Your feet have nothing to grab onto. Your feet can't... I don't know if you knew this, Don, but you can't grab things with your feet. No, I understand. But they have this thing called a J-hook technique where you kind of wrap your foot around the oh, rope. Oh, like, that probably slows you down, though. If you just if you just all upper body, it's like... No, the one dude tried and he couldn't. He petered out at I know like, the people who are listening can't see me, but I'm like... Out I'm just reaching above my head I over and over. I can't believe that we're hand, spending this hand, much time hand. on American Ninja Warrior. You are not the only one who can't believe that. But, uh, yeah. No, so, the first dude tried. He tried all upper body. And that's where you go? And he got up to like... 60 feet and then he just died out and then it took him another well then use your feet he didn't, well he didn't do it then he should the... flip over and then use his feet to grab me like, you know what I'm saying if you watch somebody climb a rope they'll sense their feet around it and kind of squat up yeah but I thought that's if there's a knot that they could like get their feet on you know what I'm saying like if there's nothing to get your you feet on you can still I don't grab think it's it. I just upper body it anyway Hey, since we're talking about really stupid stuff, oh, anyway, are we gonna keep that going? No, no, no. Did Survivor uh, start tonight? The what? Survivor. Survivor. I believe that it did. The twenty uh, first. Is day the twenty first? Yes. Then yes, it started today. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. um yeah. I, I don't know what else we watched. I think that was it. I think we mostly just watched Better Call Saul, and then we. How far are you Coda on that? Call. We're in season four. So making pretty good progress. What uh, is going on? Um, his the end of season three is when his brother decided to burn his house down. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And so now it's kind of just they're still kind of dealing with that. Oh, Jimmy just got a job at the cell phone store. <laughs> okay, good. And he put the sign up. He put the, he, oh, he painted the window. Yeah, with the you know they're listening or something. Right. And then Mike is in this his own little thing. He just like blew up his grief group because he called that guy out in the room and <laughs> pissed everybody off. Right. So he's got his. And then he, him, and Gus are having it out because Gus was mad at him at the end of the episode because he knew that the one guy was gonna point or take the other guy's pills. He thought and was pissed at him that. And Gus is like, dude, just stop playing. And tell me what you really want. Mm. So, you know. Oh, so they haven't. And that guy got it's, shot It's up. not like it's a spoiler because you watch the whole Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad, but they haven't started building the 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 lab under no, the laundromat. No, they haven't started that yet. Okay. No. Nope. I've not started that yet. All right. So, yeah. Sorry, like that's not a huge spoiler. Because, I mean, you obviously knew that there was a lab. You knew there was a lab under the... Under the laundromat, so yes. it's not a huge spoiler. They taught, they show how they build it. That sounds not that exciting, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, well, it could be a little bit more exciting than it sounds. Could be a little bit, a little bit. It doesn't it is. that exciting. It's like a construction show. It kind of. It almost sounds as exciting as American Bob, Ninja Warrior, Bob which is like walking, watching people work out. It's like live it's action like, Bob the Builder. Look, people are doing working out. Can we do it? Yeah. It's yes, not like we that at all. can. I, what well, did yeah. you watch? That's I watched Better Call Saul and Cobra Kai is mostly what I've been watching. Uh, with the kids, I've been, we've been watching all the Lord of the Rings movies because Julia never saw them. We want to watch the new show, and so we're making our way through. 
So we watched the first three Lord of the Rings. Now we're halfway through the Hobbit movies. Why didn't you watch the Hobbit first? I really feel like the Lord of the Rings are quite a bit better, and so I feel like you should start with those. But you should start with the Hobbit first, because the Hobbit well, is first. But the Lord of the Rings came out first. Like, if you're going to have to show your kid Star Wars, you're going to start with one, two, three. you're going to start with four, five, six, and then go back. I'm going to start with... you got to start with four, five, six. I'm going to start with four, know... five, six, because the, if you watch one, two, three... Five, four, five gets ruined. Yeah, exactly. So, I feel the same way about The Hobbit. But The Hobbit happened before The Lord of the Rings. And one, two, three happened before four, five, six. Your your logic isn't really working. Yeah, but you're not going to (laughs) spoil anything. It's kind of spoiled. The Hobbit doesn't spoil The Lord of the Rings. Maybe not. Which was written first? Wasn't The Hobbit... Isn't The Hobbit a prequel? It is, but was it written first? I don't know. Probably. I don't know either. Probably was. Um, but anyway, we decided to go that way. Alright. Cool. So, that's how we went. Yeah, but it doesn't matter, though, because it's never going to be, it's not going to, it's never going to be like it was when we were kids, like when we saw Empire Strikes Back. Are you back back. Star Wars? We're still Yeah, when we saw Empire Strikes Back, Mm -hmm. and he cut his hand off and said, I'm your father. Yeah. And then the movie basically ends, and then it was three years of us going... Do you really think he's his father? He must yeah. be lying to him. He can't be his dad. That's crazy. Like, how would that happen? A lot of people who were older than us thought it was obvious. Because his name is, like, Darth Vader, and Vader means father. Yeah, but that, did I, I didn't know that when I was Well, I didn't either, nine. but I think people who were, like, smarter probably knew that. All right. Huh. But, but, yeah, no, when I was, you know, I guess I was five. I didn't, I didn't catch it. And I was 80. I don't remember, Nine. to be honest, for three years, I don't remember worrying about it that much. Maybe you were, because you're a little bit older. I wasn't worried about it. I mean, I don't think I even really contemplated it that much. Like, okay, maybe the day after, like, that day yeah. that you saw it, and then maybe, like, the next day. Yeah. And like, I don't even remember like, talking about it with my friends or anything. It's, it was a different time. Yeah. I guess we were younger, too, but, yeah. Uh, I, I worried about it. I feel like everybody dissects everything way too much these days. Hmm. But, you know, obviously we do too because we're doing a podcast about comic books and TV shows. I guess. Fair. But yeah. Did I tell you? Let's, no. You're going to say you did not. Did Thor come out? Thor? On Disney Blast on, podcast? I, I don't know. Because I, I watched I You rewatched it? I rewatched it. Did I t- say I rewatched it? I don't think so. Go ahead. Go, go there. Dude, that, that scene with Russell Crowe with Zeus, that's yeah. like the best scene in the whole movie it is so good it's pretty funny it's so good it's pretty good you flick too hard (laughs) I've been doing the line now chill baby cake (laughs) chill baby cake have some wine have some grape (laughs) all I see in my head every time I think about it is him holding his skirt up and prancing down the steps when he goes to talk to (laughs) Sora It's so good. It's so funny. <laughs> that movie, it's not as good as Ragnarok, but it isn't. But goddamn, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty freaking good. I can't believe that. I would take eighteen more. Is it Wa Takawatiti? Yeah, I'd take eighteen more Takawatiti Thor movies. Yeah, I would too. Like I just, he could put one out every year, and I'd watch it. I totally. Even the, and I would take eighteen more of those before I take another Dark World. Oh yeah. 
I mean, people were like, I like the Dark World better than you're than crazy. And I'm like, insane. yeah, you're just your your brain is fried. You're so stupid. That, yeah. Oh my god. Just put. If I was on a desert island, I want. I want. Um, I want. What do you want? Ragnarok, and Love and Thunder. Oh, nice. And Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. That's your other one. And wow. Clockwork Orange. Dude, do you really want to watch Clockwork Orange? Yeah. I'm going to... Because like, that's not like a movie... Well, I would... I think... If, I would... Um, I, I don't think that's a movie that you watch and enjoy. Oh, my God. I like would... It's not, like, entertaining. I would hook up vines, like coconut husk vines, and pry my eyes open. And then... I don't so, know... I don't know how I would get the... I don't know how I would get the eyedroppers into my eyes by myself yeah because I'd have to have but I know when we're young and, and that's I would watch it when we're young and kind of stupid you know I guess Clockwork Orange is we're kind of nihilistic but as you get older and you have children a family I mean isn't some of Clockwork Orange more disturbing than inner yeah it's disturbing and so yes, I mean absolutely. but I don't remember when I was watching as a kid I was as disturbed as I am as an adult like I feel like it's more no. disturbing yeah. as an adult so I don't know why you'd want that movie because it's disturbing it's good to watch because I think it has a good message and it's it's well done and it's you know a powerful film but it's disturbing I don't know that I'd watch it for like pleasure over and over like yeah I would, probably like not. I would Pulp Fiction it's a good Thunder, movie right? it is it's a very good movie it's a good movie but maybe not but I don't maybe know that I'd I want to watch it over name it. and over all the time. You know what I did? I no. remembered. You know what I did watch? Mm-mm. Don't know. I watched The Fly. With Jeff Goldblum, Gina, the 1980 Oh, is whatever, that held up at all? I kind of wanted to rewatch that, but I remember it probably isn't very good. It's a, it's, it's okay for if you take it, like, at its time. Okay. It's not bad. It's Roger Corman. Yeah. And the special effects are pretty cool. Yeah. But, I mean, the story is really kind of stupid. Yeah, no doubt. But then, but then, I never saw this. I don't remember ever seeing the second one. There's a second one? Yeah, there's a second one. Oh, yeah, I kind of remember So I watched that. The Fly 2. Oh. That one doesn't hold up. Well, I don't think many people... No, it's I got... Um, it's got... Because Jeff Goldblum isn't even in it, is he? No, but he, he makes cameos, like, through videos, like, when he recorded oh, his videos nice. from the yeah. first one. But no, he's not in it. It's, uh... Oh, my God. Who is the, the drug dealer in, um, in Pulp Fiction? That you got to stab her three times. Oh yeah, Eric Stoltz. Yeah, he's Eric the main Stoltz, character. He's right? the main character, and yeah. it's Daphne Zuniga. Oh wow! Yeah. So basically, they had two like has husbands already to make that sequel. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. cool. But yeah, so I watched those. That is interesting. Yeah, second one was you had to. Wa- I had to watch it just to watch it to say no, you know what I mean. You didn't have to. But that's I cool. felt like I had to. That's fine. I really wanted to. I mean, no judgment. You can watch it. That's but cool. uh, yeah, the first one's not bad. It's cool. kind of short. It's only like an hour and a half, so that's yeah. like helps it. Gotcha. That is that is helpful. Yeah, something else I was gonna say. That I thought of, and then you just kept talking. No, we were talking about Clockwork Orange and how you didn't want to watch it because it makes you sad. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But yeah, anyway, cool. So yeah, I didn't watch a whole lot. This. I've been just watching the normal things. Cool. What'd you read? Uh, I a read few a few things. But I read Little Monsters. Oh, how's that? I'm kind of curious. I like it. It's good. It's uh, Lemire and that guy I don't like, but I like him in this. Dustin Wynn. Oh, you don't like Dustin Wynn? Well, you, I didn't you, like, you I didn't off like a, Ascender, Ascender and Descender. 
But I you, didn't like those. This I like though. Why do you like this more than that? Is does he it like bring better. the more color? No, no it's, it's black and it's white. Black and, it's actually less. Is he still doing the watercolor thing? Oh, he's not doing watercolor. It's black and white with a little bit of color. Okay, you probably like it because it's black and white. It's not probably. watercolor. I don't think he liked his watercolor in Ascender and Descender. I didn't like. I think it was too washed out for you. It was too. There wasn't enough background. Mm. It was like just an image and then no yeah, background. It was a lot of watercolor. I like sometimes watercolor. you like watercolor, but you did not like his watercolor. I don't know what it was. I didn't like it. Um, it's cool. I, have they solicited a trade? Are you? Did I you did order it? the trade. You ordered the trade? If there's been a trade. I think there was. Well, they did. I don't know that they even finished an arc. Because they did like, okay, six. So, yeah, maybe. But it didn't really end. Yeah. No, I don't think it's over. But it took a break. Yeah. And I think seven. I think I just ordered seven like cool. in this previews. Yeah, I'm but pretty it's, sure I've ordered a trade. It's cool. I like it. Um, it's kind of like set in the future yeah i think and there's like these it's a group of kids yeah there's yep. like six or seven of yeah. them it's like interview with the vampire but six of the girl yeah i guess and they're like but they don't like they've been here they don't know how long they've been like in this town and they're like not supposed to leave because like whoever it was that was there before told them to wait yeah and so they've just been hanging out waiting and they eat like rats and stuff but like they've done they've never like they have never even seen a human huh. kind of thing like they just live in like this little town and they never leave hmm. and then something happens and they end up finding a human because there's like a human do they eat them they the dude dives into him and he's like holy shit humans are good we got to go find us some more find humans. some more humans. Yeah, and then they kind of break apart and and some stuff happens, but uh I don't know. I don't I don't know how to I liked it a lot. It was good. It's interesting. The art's pretty cool. The story's neat, but I don't want to ruin it. But yeah, it's about a group of kids, all these kids that are vampires and they've been lied to and then they they find out later on they've been there for like two or three hundred years oh wow like they've been there for a long time vampires live forever i know but they're always have they have to sleep at night or sleep during the day yeah like regular vampires i did remember one thing i've been watching that i finished lock and key i finished the final season of that i don't even know if i finished the first season so this was the final season it was weird because the last two seasons were ten episodes. This one was eight, and some of the episodes were fairly short. So I felt like they kind of were running out of story, and you kind of feel it. Did it go like with the book, or did it? It's it's pretty different. I mean, it's got the same kind of beats, but then they add in on some other stuff to kind of drag it out, and so it's definitely quite a bit. Hmm. Uh, it deviates quite a bit. Yeah. Gotcha. But I I can see why Scott was kind of complaining. It does sort of become like a CW type teen show a little bit. Ugh. But it's not too bad. It's still pretty good. I enjoyed it still, but uh, it's definitely not the strongest season. Last season of of, um, Umbrella Academy. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah, I know. I want to. I like the first two. We just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, it's a good show. Um, I read... I went back. I've still been rereading some stuff. Did you buy the new Aerosmith? Because I read the first Aerosmith. I did. I bought... Are you probably buying it in single issues? I am. I think that's the trade the, is about to come out. That's the old one? Yeah, this is the first one. I bought 
That's your old, old trade. Yeah, my old, old okay. trade. Okay. I bought the hard... They reissued... A, or they issued a hardcover trade. Oh, yeah? A hardcover collection of the original, so oh, I bought some? that. Wow, but you have issues. Yeah, but it's easier just to read a hardcover. Cool. And then I bought the issues of the new one, but gotcha. I haven't read either one yet. Gotcha. I mean, I've read the first one a long, long time ago. ago. That was my boat, but I reread it. It holds up pretty well, I think. I really like Pacheco's art, but I don't like his new stuff as much, so I'm interested in how I'm going to like the new one. I really like the coloring in this. I don't know what it is about it, but it just has a very cool uh, feel to it. But yeah, this one's pretty cool. It's a little... Busick gets a little wordy in times, and yeah. I feel like he was a little wordy here, but not too bad, because it's really about a... For those who don't know, Aerosmith, it's basically an alternate history. It's like World War One, but there's, like, magic and magical creatures. And so um, we follow our new recruit. He's in the U.S., but the U.S. isn't in the war yet. So he volunteers and gets sent overseas to fight. And he joins the core that basically they train with, like, little dragons. And there's a spell that gives these guys the dragon's flight ability, so then they are basically the air core, and they can fly around, and they have a little baby dragon that that they're bonded with. Does, and this, so, does this end? Um, it doesn't end, but it kind of finishes sort of the arc a little bit. So, is the new I one, mean, the do they pick end. up? Dude, I haven't read the new one. Oh. So I wouldn't know that. I just read this one. But it, it's pretty well done. Like I say... He does a good job of kind of establishing the character and what it's like to be in war and how there are a lot of atrocities in war that you have to deal with, that trauma. And so I thought he did a good job with that and uh, mixing the magic, but yet yeah, still having it feel kind of um, realistic for war and kind of all that stuff. So it's pretty cool. It's, I enjoyed it. Like I say, it's very well done. He does have, like, a lot of parts where he's like writing a letter to home like each issue where he starts or ends with that and it's kind of i hate it when they use that lettering that's like a script like my eyes can't handle that anymore that's for like that's for young people yeah but uh anyway yeah it's this is with six issues it's got some really great uh like splash pages of like them fighting like with the monsters and stuff and there's like werewolves on the other side and, i don't know it's cool i liked it it's a cool take on alternate history with, like, magic and stuff thrown in, but, yeah, with some serious uh, themes of war and stuff like that. Yeah. Pretty well done. Cool. Busick was... I think this is when Busick was kind of at the top of his game. I don't know how his stuff is anymore. It still doesn't seem like he's doing much anymore. Uh, I, I guess he's doing Astro City, and now he's bringing this back, but... Is he still writing much for Marvel and DC? I don't know. Honestly, don't know. Did he... He wrote Marvels, right? Yeah, I think Was that so. Busiek? Yeah, it was Busiek. So he's just living off those paychecks? Probably. I mean, I'm sure he's doing fine. Well, you know, I was looking through, like, Marvel solicitations. They don't really have, other than a couple guys, they're not really spending money on, like, the top-tier writers of the industry. It's like they have a bunch they're of They're not even spending money on top-tier artists. Yeah, I agree with that, too. They're not really... I mean, they have a few that they keep, but... I should. If, I feel like they're really just slumming it a little bit. Do you get that sense? Oh, yeah, they But then it. when I look through DC solicitations, it's like top tier creators all over the place. So I'm like, it's interesting that DC seems like they're spending more money on creative teams than Marvel. I think. So I think maybe. So I've, I've been thinking about this. So I just recently did my 
comic book order yeah. online. And I went through the Marvel previews, and all they're doing is rehashing yeah. everything over again. It's Ed, They're bringing back Extreme X-Men yeah. with Chris Claremont. Yeah. And they, their solicit is like, we're going to tell us... It's like classic X-Men. Yeah. We're going to tell a story in the extreme era. Yeah. Like an untold story of extreme X-Men from 1999 or whatever. And they're doing all this stuff like, let's revisit the era of when Venom first appeared in Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They are doing so much of that crap. And it's like, they brought back like... um, and Secret Invasion. Oh. Like, there's a Secret Invasion. And I don't know if it's a new one or a reboot. I didn't even care. Like, I saw... <laughs> like, I, I saw the solicit, and it was, like, nobody that I recognized as far as, like, the writer or the artist. Yeah. And I started to read the solicit, and I'm like, I've already read Secret Invasion. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I'm at the point where I don't care that much about yeah. hardly any Marvel comics yeah, I've anymore. Yeah, i that way. Yeah, I guess and they have Donny Cates, too. They have Donny Cates. They have Donny Cates. They have Donny Cates and Jason Aaron. But if other than those two guys, I don't think all the other writers... Like, they have, like, Zeb Wells. Nothing against Zeb Wells. It's just he's not, like, a top-tier writer. You know what I mean? It's like, Yeah. And they have a lot of other people who are just kind of... I mean, like, Jerry Dugan, Duggan, Harry... Dugan, probably. Duggan. He's Dugan. decent, but, I mean, he's not, like... He's not a Jeff Lemire or Jonathan Hickman. You know what I mean? It's no. It's like... I mean, he's a good writer. But they just don't have Yeah, this. I don't know. And DC, I don't know, DC doesn't really... Well, they brought back... They're bringing back the JSA and, like, Jeff Johns is writing it. Yeah. So they're doing, like, a whole Golden Age kind of resurgence thing. Like, that's their next... Big thing. Big thing. Yeah. Which, have you read, or did you see, they they solicited um, the Ronin 2, the first two yes. books Are you from Frank Miller? Yes, I'm just Miller? waiting for the trade. I bought... I bought Ronin 2, and then there's another book that they solicited. So they solicited two, and it was Ronin 2, and then there's another book. I don't even know what it was called, and it's Dan DiDio is writing it. Uh-huh. It's like a brand-new creation. Yeah, how did Dan DiDio, like, weasel his way into Frank Miller's? Probably because he knows how to publish. Yeah, probably. And Miller needed somebody yeah. to, like, help him, I guess, would be my guess. But yeah. that book... That book looked like garbage. <laughs> like the art looked the art terrible. Looked good. Oh, you really? Didn't think the art looked good? No. On the Dan DiDio book? Yeah, I thought so. I mean, I glanced. I didn't look very hard. No, uh, well, I don't fun. know. It, it looked. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say things look terrible, but I had no interest in it. Let's put it that way. Like, it didn't even. I didn't even want to try to give it a try. Yeah. But I'll buy Ronan. Yeah, I'm just gonna wait for the trade, but totally, I'll get I'll get the trade. I need to reread the first one. It's been too long. I just recently reread read it, yeah. or read it for the first time. Whatever. Do you have a trade? Of Ronan? Yeah. Yeah, from like thirty years ago. Oh, I didn't know that. Who, does, who doesn't have a Ronan trade, Don? I don't. Really? You didn't buy it like back in the day? No. Nope. And it's not like we would have bought that in single issues. I um I have the absolute. Yeah, looking through the DC solicitations, I don't see a lot there either. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, they still the, have Tom King writing stuff. I bought the JSA stuff just because I like Jeff Johns in the JSA, and Jeff Johns is coming back, so I bought that to try it. Yeah. 
And, dude, I don't know. There were like 30 Batman books listed. Yeah. About I think all DC is doing is Batman. Silvestri. I think 50% of their publishing is Batman. Silvestri is doing a, like a Batman miniseries. I saw that. So I bought that because it's freaking Silvestri. Do you think he'll actually finish it though? I don't know. They solicited two issues the first yeah. first solicit. It's only he like gonna six do like issues. The Hulk and like that one point and then he broke his hand. But it's interesting because at the at where did um was so, it San Diego where Todd McFarlane dropped the spawn Batman crossover? Yeah. So McFarlane's working for DC. Now Silvestri's doing a project for DC. Who yeah. else is there? We need well, Liefeld will never work for DC. So they list like in the DC catalog, they list like what's coming out each week. Mm-hmm. So the week of December thirteenth. Two, three, four, five, six. About half the books are Batman related, if yep. you count Harley Quinn. I don't know what Dark Crisis is. I'm not even talking. That might be Batman related too. But like, no, Dark Crisis is their new crisis. They have to have a crisis every. They had, you know, Crisis on Infinite. And like six books the next week of out of like twelve are Batman related. So I mean, it's like fifty percent Batman. I think. I'm not even talking Batman related. I'm talking straight up Batman in the title, or it's a book about Batman. Yeah, most of those. I mean, that's probably more like forty percent. Yeah. Yeah, and then you got your periphery ones. Though. Which another ten? Phil Hester is doing a book for DC. Yeah, but it's like the history of Gotham City or something. Hmm. And I was like, I want to buy it because I want to support Phil. But how terrible is a book about Gotham City? What did I read? Like, recently now we're doing books about Gotham City. Like Gotham City is the character of the book. People love Batman. I don't want to tell you. I I love Batman. I guess not that much anymore. Yeah, Phil Hester did some of that cro- last crossover trade, like that volume two of crossover. Really? Yeah, he did like the Negan stuff. Crossover. That book by Donny Cates. Are you yeah, buying that? I am, but I'm not up on it. Okay. There, there was Negan stuff in crossover. Yeah, Negan crossovered into crossover. Oh, really? Yeah, the last one had like powers. And Negan, and uh, there was something else, I thought. But yeah, Phil Hester drew something. I'm way behind. Did that book end, or is it still coming out? I think it's still coming out. I mean, I don't know if they're on a break, but... Gotcha. The trade kind of had a breaking point, but... uh, I'm way behind on everything, dude. That's a given. We know that. I mean, that's not like you're telling me something I don't know. All right, it's your turn to do one. I only have a... Okay, so... How's uh, Ant? Okay, so this is... You may want to borrow this. You can borrow them. It's fine. They're fine. They're a quick read. This is the strangest thing ever. Have you ever read any Ant before? No. Okay, I haven't either. And I didn't really know very much about it. But, like, he, Eric Larson talks about it in this. So, like, th- this book was created by, like, some dude when he was in prison. Well, he wasn't in prison before he created it. Did he go to prison after he created it? I think he created it while in he prison. was in okay, prison. Okay, fair enough. Or something. Yeah, anyway, it could I be. don't know. But, okay, here's the thing that gets me. Like, the dude modeled Ant after his daughter. Oh, that's creepy. Right? Isn't that weird? very sexualized. Yes. I'm like, 
what is going on? And so, like... What is going on? <laughs> like, that's strange in and of itself. So, but I guess it's been through several, at least a couple incarnations of publishing. Yeah. But, because he does a whole history. Because Larson basically bought the character. Yeah, he bought the character from the guy. And the guy now he's publishing money. it. And but he's trying to because there were like twelve issues published. Yeah. So he originally. did the final issue. Did you buy the final issue? Maybe I don't know. I think. But then, so he's kind of rewriting all of the his the guy stuff, but like doing it better, I guess, for yeah. a for a term, a, a term to use because. Like, it was very jumbled. Like, it was very yeah. jarring. Like, because it went through... It was... So, Eric Larson is just kind of trying to mainstream it. But then, he also did, like... When he was... He did a Spawn, Ant, and Savage Dragon crossover for, like, two or three issues of, like, Savage Dragon at some point. Yeah. And so, he's redoing that. So, yeah. he's tying that in. So... But I don't remember that because I haven't read that in, for freaking ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's good, and it's if you look at it, it's like a very loose like the style yeah, is he's not. Changed his right, he changed style. his style, and he talks about it in the letters pages that he did that on purpose because he wants to distinguish it. Yeah, from Savage Dragon, it's not like it's it. You can tell it's Larson. It almost seems a little more simpler. Maybe yeah, I don't know really, how to looks, how to say it's it. It's almost flatter. Like it's like it looks like he did less like blacks, you know, spotting blacks. Yeah, and it's just kind of a less shadow and a little more. Right. I mean, it it's a decent read. It's good. Like it's not. I think you would like it's like it a if lot you're of thin Larson lines. So usually Larson has a lot of thicker lines. This has a lot of thin lines. Yeah. But it's just it's it's kind of weird because he's he's like rebuilding it, yeah. I guess like retelling it and then trying to work his his stuff in kind yeah. of thing. So, um, what kind of um, what kind of dirt does Larson have on McFarlane to let him keep using Spawn? <laughs> right, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> well, he even mentions. In the letter, I know there was something that went down with Spawn. Well, he was because drawing Spawn, and they had he a, was drawing they it kind and of they falling had, out because he said he said do whatever you want, and then McFarlane came in and was like revising. right, and then Larson was pissed because McFarlane changed whatever, whether yeah. it was inked over it or yeah. changed the writing or whatever it was. I don't know what it was, but there was kind of a thing, and so yeah. maybe he's just like, dude, you effed my stuff up, so I'm gonna redo it. The way I want it, yeah. In here, because he even says something like, "Here's the unaltered pages from this issue, or whatever. If you want to see them, or whatever, yeah, kind of thing." So maybe that's what it is. Could I be. don't know. I don't know. Either. But uh, now it's worth reading. Cool. You'll dig it. Dig it. I read reread Apocalypta Girl. Did you ever read this? No. It's Andrew McLean. Oh, nice. It was like his first thing he did. Huh. I must, have, I must have met him and then he signed it. You must have. I think I met him at Planet one year. Didn't he come to Planet one I'm year? I'm sure he was at Planet one year. I think year. he was at Planet one know. year. And so I think I met him there. And I bought I've him. seen him several times because he he's always at C2E2. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. I've never been to C2E2 and I've never been to Heroes, so I didn't meet him either of those. I think it was at Planet. Theoretically, it could have been at San Diego, maybe, but I don't think so. Anyway, so I snagged this from him. 
I think it was even before I was really into Headlocker. But uh, it's pretty cool. It's basically your apocalypse, and there's these, like, old decrepit mechs, and there's this girl and a cat, and she's trying to restart this mech, and there's people after her. It's a pretty simple story. Um, there's not a lot to it. It's very violent. A lot of blood and stuff. But uh, it's fine. I mean, it's it's cool for what it is. I like Andrew McLean's kind of. Is it a quick read? It is pretty quick. I mean, it's, I might borrow that. It's only eighty-eight it, pages. It's interesting. It looks interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's. Decent. I just don't know if I'm gonna ever get to it. That's fine. Take it. Well, I mean, I'll get to it. It's just, do I want to read this or do I want to read something else? But I might as well read this. It's a quick read. I got so much crap, dude. So much crap. Bookshelves and bookshelves. <gasps> did you read? I did. You already read it? Is there only one? There I don't is, think I have two. The two hasn't come out yet. That just came out. Did it? Yes. Oh, my God. This was so good. The Life and Death of Brave Captain Suave? Yeah. That's did, a long title. I know. Did you re- Did you like it? I did like it. You've, oh you've very, I think you liked I it more am. than me, though. Dude, it's so good. Like It's very good. Okay, so the Kelly Williams art. Like, I, I didn't. This is the guy. Is this the guy that wrote the the the, uh, the Vietnam, war book? The war yeah. book. Letter from Joe. Letter from Joe. Yeah. Same guy. Mm-hmm. Same guy. He's a good writer. He's pretty good. I figured I would just enjoy the artwork in this. It's a good story. But the story's really cool. This is nice. I love the way. What do you like about the story? Because I thought it was good, but not as good as you think. It was I love good. the way that that dude. I want to buy that. Yeah, that splash page. Yeah, that's art, not story. No, I know, but okay. So I like the way that the the main character is like into comic books, and oh, so they're yeah. kind of behind comic books. Like the old man is like explaining, like, mm-hmm. oh, back when they had to get rid of all the comics, and so all the adult comics went away with with uh, when Congress when they passed the code or whatever, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. But I like the way that um, just the storytelling, the way. He pretends he sees himself. Uh, you see a panel of him as the hero, and then he crouches, and he's in real life, and then he's the hero, and then it's real life. Yeah, I like the way that switches back and forth. I like the way that you're seeing how he sees the world, like how he sees him as the yeah. super as the hero. Sure, but then you see the reality, and you're like, well, okay, this dude's just crazy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know, but I. I just thought it was well written. I liked all the comic book references because he's like, you know, he's a bum or he's homeless or whatever, and he's like hanging out in this building. And he takes that guy with him to his, to his fortress, which is like an abandoned thing or whatever. And he's like, you got all these comics. We should burn them for heat. And he's like, oh no. He's like, we need to read these things. And then you know he talks about it's it's. Uh, by somebody who loves comics and comic history because he's like oh you know this is all my heroes whatever like he names off you know uh all the who were they like all the comic creators you know what i mean yeah yeah, he's talking about like steve ditka or uh schuster and siegel and i don't know it's just i don't know it it all hit me i love the way that it like you said where you see his reality and yeah. then you see the real world yeah and how different it is and he's just like this crazy old man who thinks he's a superhero yeah. and he's like trying to break up crime and stuff and sticking his nose in and i don't know and the art is obviously amazing this is like some of the best art and color that i've seen from kelly i think in a long time like yeah. i love this the colors really pop like on the watercolor 
Is he not digitizing it? Is this all, like, watercolor? Is he yeah, not, as like, far as I know. Because that looks just amazing for being watercolor. Just that panel, like, the way the colors are popping. You got right. the shadow, and it's, like, all so... I Dude, mean, that's what he does, though. I know, I mean, so it's... But I assume this is digital coloring, like, the those ones. That's obviously not watercolor, right? Uh, I don't know. There's not a colorist listed, and unless he's yeah, doing, I'm sure he's it, doing digital. it digitally. I don't know. But, yeah. So... I don't know. I like I said. I didn't know what to expect with that book because. Because I don't think you can get that kind of I flats with watercolor. Right. I don't well, want to. I don't, don't want to slam Kelly at all. Uh, but it seems like Kelly? some of the books that he does art with are not the greatest. So it's like I'm well, like, buying the books for the artwork only. Yeah. And this one, I really dug the story. Oh, that's cool. And really dug the art. Like, yeah. it's almost a perfect... Like, Letter the from art, Joe was good. Yeah. Well, the art in this... It's like Kelly at the top of his game. I know oh, he yeah. keeps getting better. But the thing that... Like, even a, that Bountiful Garden... I mean, I guess he didn't color that himself. No, he didn't. But the colors were just muddy and washed out. And yeah. it kind of ruined his art a little bit. Not right. ruined, but it diminished it. Yeah. Whereas this, he's doing all of it. And you yeah. can tell that he's really... He's yeah. really on top of his I don't game. Know. I was, like, so the art is amazing. I thought the story was good. Yeah. I don't think I dug it quite as much as uh, you, but I mean, I thought it was really good. Yeah. I just didn't think it was like no, my, I don't know. my mind. It just hit me right. I've seen that that trope before where there's a guy and he sees things one way and then well, everybody else is It's a retelling of, isn't it a retelling of Don Quixote, basically? Oh, maybe. I, I don't know Don Quixote much. I'm pretty sure it is. It could be, but I mean, I'm saying I've seen that uh, in something. I don't know if it was a movie or another book or right. something. Well, I mean, there's a quote from Don, the Don Quixote. So, yeah, I don't know anything about Don Quixote. Yeah, he's like this crazy dude that thought he was... lies, yeah. He was like some crazy dude that like, thought I don't he was know, a great bought windmills, thought yeah. he was a great adventurer and stuff. So, sure. I mean, this is pretty much like what, that i've never read it either but i know a little bit about okay. it but i'm pretty sure this is a take on Don yeah, Quixote. No, it's cool but, but no uh, i really liked it no I, yeah well. i was just surprised i gave it to scott that's why i don't have it with gotcha because like bountiful garden i didn't really care for the story the like, story was, was okay, fine it just wasn't anything great but this one this I don't has know. a cooler story yeah i don't know yeah. i really really liked it so it's cool 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 um I have one more trade that I can maybe do some single issues. I reread Eddie Campbell's Bacchus book one, Immortality Isn't Forever. Yeah. Do you ever read this? No. This was like back when I was getting into like the indies with like mm -hmm. Cerebus and stuff, and he was always talking about Eddie Campbell's Bacchus. So I think that's why I started buying these. It's okay. It's kind of a retelling of the Greek myths, because, you know, Bacchus is the god of wine or whatever. And so... There's like a... I'm nodding my head yes for the podcast. There's like a Joe Thesis in here, and there's this guy called the Eyeball Kid, and he's the dude with like uh, 10 sets of eyeballs, and he ended up actually going and killing like a bunch of the Greek, or a bunch of the gods like Zeus, he killed him and took his power and mm -hmm. killed like Hercules and Heracles, all that stuff. But it's kind of like a weird retelling of some of those myths and now they're living in the modern world a few of them are like Bacchus's and Joe Thesis or Joe is it Thesis the guy who killed the Minotaur whatever his name is Thesis or whatever he's around and then anyway it's all right I'm not that boy I don't mythology. I mean Eddie Campbell's art is interesting but that looks um, like the demon kind of yeah and those horns I said kind of, yeah. It's yeah. Bacchus. That's what he looks like. Oh, he uh, looks like the demon. He does he looks look like, like Joe Kirby. Jack. Joe Kirby. He looks like Jack Kirby's demon. But I don't know what makes Eddie Campbell's art 
good from critics because i mean it's kind of it's kind of jaggedy and kind of ugly you know what i mean it's not like real aesthetically pleasing uh. and i look and i'm so i'm reading this i'm like well what's why is he so renowned like what about his storytelling i can't really get it i don't i don't totally get why he is so renowned i know he did from hell with Al Moore, right yeah but like of all the people Al Moore could work with why would he pick eddie campbell and I guess his art style does kind of fit the From Hell book because it's like this well, dark, sure dirty thing. And maybe yeah. that's it. But I mean, I mean, it's just interesting. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Just, But it was a decent read. I just, I got like three or four more of those trades. Gotcha. I don't know how excited I am about, how excited I am about reading them, though. Haven't so. you read them before? Yeah, like a, like 30 years uh. ago. You're just like rereading stuff. Yeah, that's what I because I'm out of stuff to read. Wow. So I'm rereading. Come over to my house. So I can reread your stuff. For you. I almost ordered that trade, but then I decided. Beware the eye. Yeah, is it any good? Because I I decided not to. So I need to order it. You need to order it. Well, I've only read the per. So I did something. Beware the I I did something. All right. Well, I'll order it because I was I haven't put my order in yet. I did something different. I decided that I was just going to read the first issues of, like, four books. Cool. And see how that goes. Yeah. So, Well, then the you can first, tell me which ones are good. The first so I issue I like. Because you're so far behind, they're just listening to trades for these books. <laughs> yeah, right. So it actually looks out well. As so I'm doing my order, I'm like, oh, beware the eye of Odin. Which I noticed, for some reason, Starhenge like, hasn't come all out. these Trade issues, well, two of them anyway, they're all they're like oversized and they're like five dollars for yep. like the first issue. Oh yeah, because you gotta uh, make your money on that first issue. Right. Because sales so, are gonna go down. I don't know who Doug Wagner and Tim Odland are. Yeah, that's probably the reason why I wasn't sure about that one because um, I don't know those creators. But uh, this is pretty good. So the arts, you can flip through it if you want to. The arts, decent. It's not like my favorite, but I don't hate it. So there's this guy. And he's basically apparently like a prince. Like his dad's the king. Yeah. And it opens up and he's like sitting on this throne. And I don't know where his dad is because they haven't talked about that. But like he's just killed like some big ugly creature. And like the town, all the town folks are around him. And they're like, oh my god, you killed blah, blah, blah. And he's got this eyeball, which is the eye of Odin. Yeah. And there's another uh, guy who's kind of like the blacksmith. Or he is a blacksmith of the town, and he was, like, one of the warriors of the town, but he's, got, like, missing an arm, and he's missing, like, a leg, so he's, like, kind of beat up, washed up. But this kid is sitting there, and he's, like, the whole, ever since he was born, like, when he was born, his mom passed away. And so everybody's always told him that he's cursed, and he's bad luck, and the town villagers are always, like, you're bad luck, you're cursed, whatever. And so, somehow, I don't know how, but he got the Eye of Odin. And the Eye of Odin is cursed. Like, there's a thing that, like, after 30... You have to get rid of it by 30 days or whatever, or you'll die. Like, if you have the Eye of Odin, you have to return it to whoever you're supposed to return it to. Like, it's a quest, okay? It's almost like... It's like freaking The Hobbit or The Lord of the Rings. Because, like... They go, so he goes on this journey, and the blacksmith comes with him, and he's got a friend, 
Well, I don't know if she's a friend, but she thinks she's a Valkyrie, and she's yeah. got, like, a cloak that she's glued feathers to, and she thinks she's a Valkyrie, so she wants to go on this mission with them. And uh, they come up to this forest, and the troll there's, like, trolls in there. And it's like, we can only go into the forest. It's like Mirkwood, you know? Like, oh, we have to camp out here at night because we can't go into the forest during the day, you know? And we have to get through it. And there's trolls in there. I don't know. It gave me a very Lord of the Rings, Hobbit, Tolkien. It's a Tolkien. trophy fantasy. Yeah. But it's done well. I like the art. Um, I enjoyed the first issue. So I think, I don't know. You may not like it. Man. So maybe not order it, like, on my word. But I enjoyed the first issue. Cool. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I liked it. Sounds fun. It's funny. Um they're kind of kooky characters and and so i mean uh, the first issue they're in the forest and they get attacked by these little they're like the little mini whatever they are but they're supposed to be like so the the valkyrie lady she's like just let them take whatever they want they'll take what they want and they'll leave because if they bite you they're like poisonous so they'll like kill you yeah. So she's like, just let them have what they want. And one of them actually gets the Eye of Odin yeah. and runs off with it. And so the guy's like, well, I need the Eye of Odin. Like, I have to go find it. And so they go to track these guys down. And then they come upon them, and they're all killed. Like, yeah. they've all been slaughtered. Because there's a couple trolls that are watching everything happen. Yeah. And they want to get the Eye of Odin or gotcha. whatever. So... You know, whatever. It it is very tropey or whatever, but I I thought it I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was it was a fun read. Cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh I don't know. single issues left and none of them made a huge impression oh, I have three. did i talk about dc mech before dc mech's pretty cool so. baltimore's art maybe is, is cool he's really given it i think a you very... talked about it and i asked you what it was about but i don't even remember i think you did briefly talk about it i think i did you probably dig it it's got a very i'm buying it okay i almost read the first issue almost for this week but i didn't get to it it's it was on my pile kirby new gods feel i think you would dig because basically it's Apocalypse and his minions are trying to take over the Earth. And they're sending these aliens to take over. And they wipe out, like, the old 1940s superheroes. And since there's no other superheroes, they end up um, building these giant mechs. And so each superhero, like Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, The Flash, each have their own mech that they pilot or whatever. And so that's kind of the shtick or gotcha. the, the hook. And Batman's a total dickhead. He has his own mech. But Superman lands here, and Superman's going to, like, help save everybody because that's what Superman does. And Batman's like, we can't trust this guy. He's an alien, too. And he's, like, all against Superman. So there's, like, this whole, like, Superman-Batman, like, rivalry being dicks to each other. And Batman's just a whole, you know, got a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. And so, But, no, it's it's good. It's well done. It's kind of fun. But, the obviously, the appeal is the bottom of art. He does a really cool job with giving it... I guess since it's mechs, he's giving it almost like a manga feel with a lot of cool like yeah. speed lines and just neat layouts and cool uh, framing shots and stuff. It's pretty. 
It's That's pretty cool. solid. He's doing a nice job on it. It's, it doesn't. It's like it feels totally different than like Unearth, like what he did there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that was like a horror book. This is like a cool like yeah. manga sci-fi. Well, you didn't read his Robins thing. either. I didn't read all of Robins. I ordered the trade. I just haven't read. Gotcha. I read the first issue. Gotcha. But uh, yeah. So yeah, DC Mech, still cool. I think someone said it's only six. Oh yeah, it says there two of six. It's only six issues, which is yeah. too bad. I was hoping it was ongoing. Yeah, I don't know. He because that Robin's was like six issues. This yeah. six issues. He's doing some which, miniseries. Which I don't think much. I mean, there aren't that many ongoings anymore, really. I mean, everything's. I mean, at least everything Marvel is like you know in chunks. Yeah. Yeah. They reboot everything every couple of years. Um. So I read. Number one of Above Snakes. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this, too. Um, this is like... Uh, it's a Western, but it's... Uh, it's like in a... On a different planet or an alternate planet or something. I don't know. It's... Uh, it says... It opens up in Genesis Desert in 1866. And... Uh, it, the, this this character that's telling the story um he's like the local um doctor but he sells the medicine like basically hooch or whatever like it's everybody hooked on the the cure the medicine or whatever yeah. you know what i'm talking about like sure. the snake oil snake oil um, and so he says i'm going to tell you the comedy of dirt and dorothea so dirt is our main character um and there's like I think that so he's got like this talking bird that hangs out with him yeah and so his wife is Dorothea and she was killed by um I think there's aliens I can't remember but uh, maybe not maybe it's just a bunch of bad guys but anyway basically the, this story is like the start of it he's he goes to there's this town and uh there's a town the arts different i kind of dig it it's it's a different style um it's sorry we haven't said anything it's sean lewis is is the writer and hayden sherman is the author yeah or i mean writer and i guess they did a book called thumbs which sounds good i wish i didn't buy it but i don't think i did i made it i might have read it i don't know and i read they also did the few i read that so uh did both of them do that I, that's what it says. He really mixed up his art style for yeah. a few. But uh, so anyway, he's on this. He's on a mission to try to avenge his wife's death, I guess. And he stumbles across this town, or he stumbles across this town, and they tell him that there's this, there's this evil man in this town down the road that um, basically steals all the daughters of all the women and basically turns them into whores at the whorehouse. Nice. And so he's supposed... He's going to go and free all these women. Liberate them. Liberate the women. And there's a little bit... So he does. He goes and and he does it, but there's a little bit of a twist at the end of the issue, which I guess I won't spoil or whatever. Don't spoil it. But I... I enjoyed it. I don't know where it's gonna go. I guess it's probably just gonna be adventures of his on his, on his uh, journey to avenge his wife's death. So, mm-hmm. it was good. Cool. It was fine. Yeah, this is the few. 
Yeah. yeah. I've read the few. I bought oh, it. Oh, I just it. didn't realize that that was then. The Thumbs thing, I don't know. I didn't love the few. And that's why I didn't buy Thumbs. Yeah. Because it wasn't, like, my favorite thing. Oh, I thought I didn't really should see the few. Oh, yeah, I bought it. I read it. Cool. Well, screw you then, dude. I guess you already know everything. I just didn't realize that those were the creators when I bought this book. Cool. I I got nothing else to talk about, so it's all good. Oh, so I only have two other things. So I have Starhenge. Is that good? I'm kind of excited about that book. Yeah, it's very... It's very world-building. Yeah. It's a lot of information thrown at you. I like that in theory. And it's... Yes. Um, the art's really awesome. I yeah. really love this Liam Sh- this new Liam Sharp that's doing like this weird kind of like digital painted, digital, thing. whatever. Like I don't know. I'm, I'm I liked this one's. This is okay. It's not. There's not a whole lot to it because it's all a lot of setup and like world building. But apparent. I don't even know how to explain it because you've got like. It's time travel. It's like. A metaverse, like a there's three different planes that these battles are taking. So it starts out, and there's like this girl who's telling the story, but she's from the future, and she's telling like all this crap about uh, they solved Einstein's time tra- or uh, faster than light or whatever. So yeah. like you can you can speed around or whatever, like they can go wherever they they've. But now space travel is possible, and um, the Earth or whoever they're like, they start going out and going to all the planets that are like habitable for humans or whatever, and they stumble upon this planet. Well, it starts. So it starts out. It's like fact. It's like in in um, like King Arthur time almost like. And there's this lady, and some dude betrayed her or whatever, and so she has him killed. And then then it jumps to the space thing, and they go to this planet, and there's basically... They keep referencing... It's so weird, because it's supposed to be, like, in 22... Like, at 2221 or something. Sure. Like, 100 years from now. And, uh... But to keep referencing all this shit from, like, the 1980s and the 2000s, like, it must stick around. Because she's like, we land, they landed on this planet, and there was a bunch of AIs, and it was basically, like, the Terminator. <laughs> like, they woke up this AI, and then the AI, like, came to life and jacked with the, the astronauts, and then the AIs, like, took on human skin to, like, disguise themselves, and then there's supposed to be, like, this big war between the humans and these robots... But then it jumps into, like... It says in here at one point that all time happens... Because she's like, I'm telling you about the future, but it doesn't really matter because the future happens at the same time that now happens. And so, like, everything happens at the same time. Like, all time is at the same time kind of thing. And then... So it's all set up. And so it's about this girl. and, And it's basically about, like... She keeps talking about magic, about how they need to bring... Like, magic has gone away in the future, but they need to bring magic to the future to win the war in the future. But everything happens at the same time, and there's, like, three planes that this battle's taking place. Like, the our ver- like the regular verse, then there's, like, the metaverse, and then there's, like, a, a hyperverse or something. So, it's a lot to take in, and... 
it's interesting. I'll, I've obviously bought more. I keep I, I buy them ahead of time. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, man. It's it's uh, it's almost like a, like a Grant Morrison s. And so then like there's this guy in the future, and like his mom like sends him on the mission to like save magic. Yeah. And he wakes up. She transports him or whatever, and I think is what happened is she sent him back to the beginning of the book, and the guy that died, like, he takes over that body, and he comes out of the lake, like, out of the water, because they drowned him, and Merlin is standing there. So now, I think we've gone all the way back to, like, King Arthur time, and so this guy from the future has to go back into the past to find Merlin to maybe somehow bring magic to the future... Yeah. Where it's been erased so that they can win this battle with the aliens, I guess. I don't know. It's Sounds it's like uh, it's like a uh, a David Lynch movie at this point. I don't really know what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's jumping around, but I like. I mean, I guess I liked it. I like the artwork. I didn't quite understand it, but I think it would. It's it would be a cool story. I think it will be a cool story. I just only have one piece of it. Sweet. Glad I'm waiting on the train on that one. Yeah. And then I read Impact Winter number Impact one. Winter. Oh, that's Stephen Green. Stephen Green. It's just yeah. a one shot, isn't it? No, it's a series. No, it's not. It's based on an audible. Video game? No, like a book. Like a, Is a, Stephen Green doing the whole series? I think so. It's based on a... Audible? Audible original or something. An Audible original? Let me see that. Listen on Audible. Listen on Audible. Um, so, this one is set in the future. And there has been a comet. There was a comet that hit the Earth. And this is set in England. And so there was a comet that hit the Earth. And so it was like a end of the world apocalyptic thing where a comet hit the earth and so that's why it's called impact winter because the impact of the comet caused winter or whatever and so there's a group of people that are living like in this old castle fortress from like world war one or world war two like down in the basement and they go out for on like supply runs and stuff and it's another vampire story so like these vampires have taken over in the winter so it's the humans against the vampires and the main humans character versus vampires and uh, the main character is a girl and she is it's like a one shot it's only a one shot yeah it's a prequel to the audible series oh it's a prequel to the audible oh i didn't know it was a one that's shot. why i didn't buy it because it's just a one shot I didn't you, know you that. like single issues so it's cool for you i just didn't want to have a single issue of well it ended i assume there's another book it's a prequel to the audible oh my god i got sucked into an audible bullshit <laughs> so i guess i can spoil the fuck out of it yeah go ahead because they're just gonna watch listen to the audible what's uh, an audible it's a book like that's where you get your um we have an audible account and you get books it's like books on tape so it's basically just uh but they do original but they do original stuff so like it's not a book 
It's no. just a written, it's a spoken I guess. Word. I've never listened a to anything. A spoken story. Yeah, I've it's never like listened. storytelling has completely wrapped around now. We're just telling stories by the campfire, but like through right. digital media. I've never listened to anything original on Audible. I just buy books on tape and listen to books yeah, on yeah. Audible. But I've never listened to any of their what original content. What tier of Audible do you have? I think we get like one or two, one book a month. Can you just, how much is that? I think it's like 15. Can you just buy a book a month for 15? No, mm-hmm. not through Audible. Well, it depends on what it is. I mean, if it's a new one or a big one. Yeah. Like all the... Like name books, like big... Yeah, releases, like all the... They're um, more than that. I listened to all the uh, Game of Thrones books. Yeah. And those were probably like 30 or $40 Audible books. For 25 or 30 bucks. Dude, they're like 45 hours long. Why are they so expensive? It's just some like, dude reading. Oh, they have to pay that dude. And, and the Game of Thrones ones are... They do voices... Yeah. Like, the dude has to do voices and characters and stuff. I don't know. I it's don't crazy. Know. My wife... Bought- it's weird. They can make a Game of Thrones TV show and just give you the whole series for, like, you know, 20 bucks a month through mm-hmm. HBO. and then. But if you want an Audible book of it, it's 45 bucks mm-hmm. just for one. I haven't bought a book on there. I haven't used our credits. Barbara usually uses most of them because she listens to a lot of books on tape. Cool. And so she tears through them. Um, but... Uh, I didn't. I didn't even know what this was. That's why I didn't buy it because it was a one shot. But gotcha. I like Stephen Green. But. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So it's set in the future. This girl wants to be like a fighter, but she's too young and she's not ready. And so there's like this guy that's like kind of her trainer. He's a big burly guy. He's kind of like the trainer or whatever, and he acts like he's gonna fall in. Like he's starting to fall in love with her, but she's like sixteen. And then there's, like, an old guy. He's all over there, too? No, no. There's, like, an old guy that's kind of, like, the mentor kind of thing or whatever. And so, anyway, she's struggling with... Because she goes out on a mission. She she sneaks out. She's not supposed to go out on a mission. They go out on a mission. They go out on a mission, like a refueling mission or whatever, and she goes with them. She sneaks out. And then she comes back and... She's questioning whether the, she can be that or not. And then that guy goes out on a mission with another person and they never come back. And um, she's like waiting to hear from him. And like after a month, she finally hears from him and he's like, you need to come here. And that's where I am. And she goes and he's been turned. And so he bites her. Oh, and should she get turned? Well, I vampires think, in love, just like well, a, she cuts an action packed twilight. She actually comes into her own and she cuts his she cuts his head off and kills him. Nice. So she doesn't become a vampire because she killed the master. Right, and so she goes back. I'm just making stuff up. Well, I, my I it works like that. Well, my my impression is that she did not get turned. But oh, okay. I don't know because it ended. Well, you have to listen and to the was, audible, right? Now I have to listen to the audible, which I'm not probably going to listen to. The Why audible not? You said you liked that. it. I did, but I wanted to read a damn comic book. I didn't want to no, listen to yeah, an audible. No, yeah, it's audible. Huh. So, yeah. But, yeah, it ended, it ended on a... I mean, yeah, on a full account. I did. You think the originals would be, like, free? <laughs> like, part of the subscription? Well, they are part of the subscription. You don't have... You don't have to spend a credit on it. No, you don't have to spend a credit oh, on it. Oh, so you totally need to listen to it. Well, I totally could, but I don't know that I will or not. But well, I, I didn't know what that was. Cool. I'm such... Such an idiot. You don't really read solicitations. 
I don't. Nope. I saw Stephen Green, and I'm like, I'm all in, dude. I'm I was almost. Quiet. I was like, but it's a one shot. Yeah, I don't think so. Hmm. Great. Yeah. So. Cool. All right. Well, cool. I guess I got a fun little neat story. There you go. All right. Well, and that'll have to be enough for me. Oh, do you see? Uh, Usagi went back to Dark Horse. Yeah. Now the goon is going back to Dark Horse. Is it? Yeah. So it's like he's getting his own imprint there too, just like you saw. Apparently, Mike Richardson is just handing out imprints <laughs> like nobody's business. He's like, "You guys will come back, sweet. I have, a, have an imprint." I have an interesting story for you off air. Okay, cool. Well, then I guess that's all we have for all right. here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for Bye. listening. Bye. <laughs>